Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. The Lions beat the Green Bay Packers at Ford Field yesterday, 37-30. to A couple of trick plays and overcoming a late push and Jordan Love throwing two interceptions. One, not really his fault, uh, at the end. And had the Lions win their version of the Super Bowl. We say congrats to the Lions for ending their season on a high note. As Jared Goff told Devontae Adams after the game, go win it all. So I will say thank you to Jared Goff and uh, you know the guys of that. Yes, that the Packers now have bigger fish to fry than beating the Lions in the final game of the regular season. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. At least if you look at the positives, the offense still looked good. It, it, at least it the did. ones did. And then you look at the uh, and more positive. Right? David Bakhtiari is back. Uh, center Josh Myers was back. That was nice to see. And I thought both looked pretty good. They did. Obviously. What did Myers play into the third quarter, and David Bakhtiari played about a quarter and a half? Yep, LaFleur said he was just a little winded, so there's nothing to be concerned about. Uh, only things that were uh, negative, I guess, besides you know losing, that would be, was it uh, MVS had a back injury they weren't really disclosing too much on after the game, and Shandon Sullivan had a little injury as well. And then there's this, Rowdy, the starters for defense. The hell are the long? They were giving up some big gas yardage there. Yeah, I thought the de- like the starting ones defense when the ones were on the field, I thought they looked okay. But outside of that, yeah. Once they had the uh, the full-blown twos, threes, and fours in there, yeah. it didn't look very good. No, it, uh, it got a little concerning, especially because it was against the freaking Detroit Lions. Who Listen, those two-trick plays are pretty sick. I'll give them that. The Lions were pulling out all the stops, not wanting to punt. You know, Dan Cam- Dan Campbell's got those boys playing for him. You know, he's a he's a pretty cool coach. I like his uh, his gusto, his spirit. But yeah, the Lions. I mean, I mean, I don't really want want to say about the game itself. Besides, it was the Lions trying to go out the season on a high note. Uh, not really giving a crap about the, the number one draft pick, and then the Packers who literally just wanted to not have any injury and go, uh, you know, get a little action from Jordan Love, which is kind of where I wanted to start the show. Now, we have the playoffs looming. Packers are the one seed. They have the first-round bye. Uh, everything else is set. We'll talk about it momentarily. But right out the gates, I was just I was thinking about this after the game. I was thinking about it last night as I was watching the Badger basketball game. Then I was thinking about it before I went to bed. And then I woke up this morning, was thinking about it, driving in, I was thinking about it. And my main question is, is Jordan Love any good? Like, is this dude good? Because Jordan Love, we've now had him against the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. I get it in. Arrow had a big start. He didn't look that great until, uh, what, maybe the fourth quarter where I guess there was some kind of shades of hope maybe. And then yesterday you get a full half of Jordan Love, and he looked bad. Like What is what is Jordan Love, Rowdy? What I thought he guy? looked all right. Like, okay, remember I gave him like a four for yeah, four the Kansas City Chief game? Yeah. Being his first start against a team that's pretty good, mm-hmm. a loud environment, I'd give him a four and a half in the Detroit game. <laughs> From a four to, I guess that is improving, right? Well, I look at it this way. The first interception wasn't his fault. Well, it was a bad throw on him part, but Amari Rodgers 
bopped it up and the, the Lions got it because of that. You can you can obviously see that he's got a strong arm. That was one of the things noted on him coming out of the draft. It looks like some of his throws were a little inaccurate. Oh, who would have guessed? It was also in his profile coming out of the draft. Yeah, but yeah, he there was, was really a, missing dude's long range. Yeah, there was another thing where it seemed like he just wasn't a hundred percent sure or making the reads quick enough. Yeah, which you need time. I get it. But, but my only other thing is why I wouldn't write him off is because of all the ability that he has and the fact that this is Jordan Love's second year, right? Yeah, and he never had preseason games in the first year. And the second year, there was only three preseason games. In a normal season prior to 2021, you'd have four. And remember, he got banged up in preseason where he only really played about a game and a half. So he's had about one and a half games in his career going into those two starts, where if this was a normal year or this was Brett Hudley of years ago, Mm. Brett Hudley would have had eight preseason games already played. You know, statistically not great. I'll tell you that much. And that's a huge difference. That is a big difference. And then there's this, though, Rowdy. Um, since the Packers' week one loss, now, you know, it's just a stat here, but since the Packers' week one loss, Jordan Love has thrown more interceptions than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Jordan Love is three to Rodgers, too. Now, I know it's really small sample size for Jay Love and a huge sample size for Aaron Rodgers. It speaks volume of how good Aaron Rodgers is and how Jordan Love just needs more time. But I'm, there was a couple moments where I thought he had like some some bright spots, and I'm not gonna like doom a guy or declare him, you know, a king or a a villain after a half and well, then earlier one game. But he, I, I don't know. I don't there's know. a lot of practice and preseason time that he needs to catch up on, and thankfully he's getting a couple of those starts in the regular season because yeah. the Packers have been good. And you're getting more practice in the. Uh, you know, regular season is too rowdy because Rodgers with the toe being out and Jordan and COVID, Jordan Love basically getting all kinds of reps in practice this year. But I'll say this, going into 2022-2023 season, I don't think I'm ready to start Jordan Love. I know. I don't know. If the Packers let Aaron Rodgers go to another team, they're the biggest idiots in the NFL. And then to turn the keys over to Jordan Love, they're the biggest idiots in the NFL. I actually had this discussion with a couple people on Sunday during the Packer game about next season and about Jordan Love and I did did say you know what though from what I see from Jordan Love I can kind of see it at times with some of the abilities he's pretty raw he hasn't played much hasn't had as much practice as he normally would I go I still think I'd rather have Jordan Love as my backup than a Brent Hudley well Brent Hudley's so I think they why So I laughed and I go, so I think they've actually upgraded the backup position with this young player, but unfortunately the downside is the fact that they used a first round pick to do it. <laughs> they traded up. And the worst part is they traded up to do it. Traded up to get it. Yeah. Jordan Love, man. I I've been thinking about it a lot ever since, you know, I finished the game. I saw I saw some people saying if you want to make an opinion and think he's bad after one start or, you know, half a game, then you're a moron. Well, there's this thing called the eye test. And when you watch things, you can't help but, you know, react to it when you see it unfold in front of you. And watching it all unfold in front of me, I had a full game against the Kansas City Chiefs, not a half game against the Detroit Lions. And what I've seen from Jordan Love ain't it. Yeah, but then you also have to remember for both of our entire lives, well, I guess you being four when they acquired Brett Favre and me being negative two. Um <laughs> I'll give it my whole life. Yeah, you look at Brett Favre 
he was a top 10 quarterback of all time. Then you look at Aaron Rodgers, top five quarterback of all time, and just watching how good Aaron Rodgers is in the ball placement and where they are and, and where he fits it in. And then you watch a team like the San Francisco 49ers yesterday against the LA Rams and Jimmy Garoppolo. I think everyone would probably admit he's about a middle of the road quarterback in the NFL. For sure. He's not great, but he's not terrible. Mm -hmm. You watch at some of the throws that he makes and behind the receiver, a little too far in front, a little high. And you just, you just be thankful that Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback for what? 14, 15 years now starting Starting, for the Packers. No doubt. And you just see how every ball is almost perfect. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, just in that first half alone against the lions, Rogers just looks surgical when he was out there, Uh, you know, having Alan Lazard getting some touchdowns, having Devontae Adams break Jordy Nelson's receiving yards record. Rogers just looks surgical. 14 to 18, 138 yards, two touchdowns. He had a rating of 135.6. You're like, okay, this is looking good. Now, looking at love, uh, here's this. We do have a couple people chiming in on twitch.tv. My guy, Rotorate Live. What up, brother? He says, when Rogers went in many moons ago against the Cowboys, you could actually see talent right away. True Advisor says, watching Rodgers take on the Dallas team that was fighting for the one seed while Favre was injured to watching Love against the Lions leaves a lot left to be desired. Got a lot of work to do, Mr. Love. I agree. Like, for Rodgers, you could see flashes. For Love, who is allegedly the heir apparent, traded up in the first round to get him to where he is now. And I know, Rowdy, to your point, which you said, which is a really good point, you know, look at his rookie year. COVID happens, right? You're ripped away from preseason games, and you get one less preseason game. Then you get injured. But also, I'm pretty sure just that— look, He doesn't look good. I'm pretty sure that that Dallas game was three years into Rodgers' career. So you got to yeah. remember, he had more practices than Jordan Love because he had three full off seasons. Yep. He had three full preseasons, and then he had some spot starts in his first couple of years— the- going into that third year where Jordan Love's literally played in one-and-a-half preseason games yeah. and one-and-a-half regular season but games. But, Rowdy, there's this. Aaron Rodgers, while he was coming up... I'm not, a, I'm not tooting Jordan Love's horn. No, 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 I know you're not. I'm uh, just saying it's not quite fair. Agreed, but looking back at them coming up in the ranks, right, Aaron Rodgers had a quarterback in front of him named Brett Favre who absolutely despised him, would play pranks on him, you know, not try to drive him out of town, but would be a guy that wasn't very warm to Rodgers and wouldn't really put him under his wing and teach him. As of, you have Aaron Rodgers, who, by all accounts on social media and practices, he is a big fan of Jordan Love, didn't want to do what Favre did to him, and he's putting him under his wing and teaching him. On one hand, you have an all-time great teaching a, a, a young cat, and the other hand, you have an all-time great telling a young cat to go get bent. Yeah, but then I, to play devil's advocate, you could also say, well... That makes uh, Jordan Love a little, maybe a little too comfortable that he can sit soft. back and watch. Soft. Where Aaron Rodgers, that chip on his shoulder that he already had, just got bigger yeah. with the Brett Favre stuff. But I mean, oh, Rowdy, we have a question from our guy Brad. BJ says, "When did Rowdy become a Rodgers hater and a Jordan Love lover?" <laughs> I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. Rowdy's just trying to play devil's advocate this morning, and also, you know, trying to have a. A sense of why he is where he's at right now. I agree with you, though. I mean, he's definitely had, you know, his, his rookie year, you have COVID, you have all the virtual stuff, you can't have any preseason. And this year he had one and a half preseason games. But you do get more practice with the ones in 
the regular season in the week because Rodgers hasn't been there with his toe injury and, and whatnot. if you play it out for Jordan Love's entire contract, he, this is his second year. He'd have next year, the year after, and then if they wanted to pick up his contract, that's three more seasons yeah. he'd be under contract before you officially had to make a decision on Jordan Love because hopefully they can extend Aaron yeah. Rodgers and come up with a deal. But uh, did you see some of the Just kind guys, of disheartening a little bit. So. Did you see some of the, speaking of extra games, did you see some of the guys, because there was week 17 that were going for records? Yeah. Like jo- Jonathan Taylor was like 250 yards away from 2,000. Uh-huh. Obviously he didn't get there. What a crappy performance from the Colts. Yeah, the Colts got ugh. And then it, the other one was Cooper Cup going for 2,000 yep. yards receiving. and I mean, he had a good game, but the Rams looked they like lost. crap in yeah, the second lost. half. But the one that I wanted to talk about just a little bit, how about J.J. Watt tying Michael Strahan's uh, sack TJ? record? Or, yeah, T.J. Watt tying Michael Strahan's sack record. And you know what's funny? Huh. You know how everyone's going to say and look back and say, oh, he had an extra game? Yeah. T.J. Watt missed two and a half games. He did. There was a game, I think it was against the Bengals, where he hurt his groin, and he didn't come out for the second half. He was in street clothes, and then he missed two other games. Michael Strahan played all 16 games that season. Totally. So, obviously, if you take 17 minus two and a half, that's 14 and a half games for J.J. Watt, 16 for Strahan, yet he tied him in sacks this year for the all-time sack record. Yeah, people forget that J.J. Watt, or I'm sorry, I did it, T.J. Watt, uh, J.J. Watt those. might be coming back. J.J. Watt said he's coming back for the playoffs alongside of um, DeAndre Hopkins for the Cardinals. But, yes, um, when Michael Strahan broke the single-season sack record. And Brett Favre gave him a yeah, sack. I was going to say, didn't Brett Favre just lay down for him? Yeah, in the, and that was the last game of the season. Yeah. Brett Favre did a little turnaround slide and let him fall on him yeah. for a sack. So he gave him a free sack, and he played a game and a half more than T.J. Watt. Like, here, I mean, Strahan... I have it right here. Strahan was already coming around uh, uh, against Brett Favre, week 17. Rolls oh, right oh. sacked by Michael Strahan. And Favre ran right into him. It almost looked like it was a design play. <laughs> They're buddies. I mean, the announcer even says it. It looks like it was design play for him. They're buddies. In my mind, if Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor would have hit 2,000 yards, either rushing or receiving, I would have said, eh. Extra game, you got to have a little asterisk next to it, just because all the other guys did it in sixteen. Yeah, no, no, missed no. two and a half games. And Strahan, T.J. Watts, the all-time sack leader in a season. Go watch Strahan breaking the sack record for two uh, twenty-two and a half. Favre totally like runs right into him, and then lays down for it. And him. it's okay. I, I, I'm still pro Kevin King over T.J. Watt. They did get Vince Beagle too. That was heavy sarcasm. I was gonna say Rowdy. Right, now, I'm reading Twitch right now. You guys say BJ declaring you a Rodgers hater and a Jordan Love lover, saying that uh, you want to cancel Rodgers now and you become part of the woke mob. And then let's see here, them saying TJ Watt missed games, still owned everyone. How's Kevin King doing? Hey, did you see Kevin King made an open field tackle? He sell- and somewhat later in the in the Detroit game. Yeah, it's probably his first one of the season. It was t- something to celebrate. I mean, how many games has Kevin King played this year? Man, How many- remember we were talking about that going into last year? We're like, well, if Kevin King can stay healthy, he's been a serviceable corner. Whether you- and he actually stayed healthy last year and then still gets burnt on like the biggest play of the year. Well, the, the reasoning was, right, Rowdy, Kevin King, as bad as he is, is still the a low-level starter in the NFL. So <laughs> would you want a guy selling used cars in the offseason or Kevin King who actually is a low-level starter? And then he still gets burned on the biggest moment. 
but then comes into this season and goes right back to playing in half the games. I'm trying to look at like his snaps here uh, for this year. We'll get the research department. Well, there on at that. one point he was in the teens. Yeah, it wasn't good, and then he he missed because of a multiple a multitude of things. I think he had Rona, a shoulder injury. I think it was something with his legs. I want to say leg. like a hammy or groin. The dude. Okay, so this season you have Kevin King. He's played in ten games and he's, he's only started seven six. Missed seven games. Look at this guy. His biggest game he ever he's had. He's never made it all sixteen games. His biggest game rowdy was Week Nine against the Chiefs, where he had seven tackles. Four solo, three assisted. Kevin King is on his second contract with the Green Bay Packers, five seasons now, and he's never played in all 16 games. His best season, he played in 15 out of 16 and started 14. You got to be available. And Kevin King and Vince Beagle, would you rather take that or would you rather have a guy named TJ Watt who just tied Michael Strahan's single-season sack record at 22 and a half? Yeah, and the the unfortunate part is the fact that both Vince Beagle and Kevin King – Weren't able to stay healthy for the Green Bay Packers. Now, Vince Beagle actually went to New Orleans My, yeah, after Miami. after he got canned from Green Bay, played okay and played a lot of special teams, then went to Miami and actually played pretty decent before he blew out his knee. Yeah. I got Van Ginkle there from the Badgers He's in Miami. He's playing pretty well. He's playing pretty good. Uh, Rowdy, our guy, True Advisor uh, on Twitch says, I bet you Kevin King sells cars better than he does making tackles. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. Let's see. I would love to. Maybe if I'm in the market for a new used cars, I can see if, what Kevin King's doing in the offseason uh, once the Packers eventually go in and win the Super Bowl and see. All right. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today. That was just uh, you know the tip of the iceberg. I just wanted to talk you know, Jordan Love. What is this guy? We'll continue the conversation. Also, Bakhtiari back. Josh Myers back. Aaron Rodgers looks sharp in that first half. Devontae Adams breaks Jordy Nelson's receiving yards record. A lot of records, as Rowdy was just talking about, trying to be broken in the NFL. Uh, the playoffs are set. We'll talk about it. Also, last night, Wisconsin basketball ekes out a victory on the road over the Maryland Terrapins. I want to be the first one to congratulate the Detroit Lions for winning their version of the Super Bowl as they beat the Green Bay Packers in the final meaningless regular season game of the year, 37-30. to Two trick plays in overcoming a late push by the Packers for the Lions to earn, yes, not their first, not their second, but their third Win of the season. Well done. Is Jordan Love, RJ, you were here at the 6 o'clock start of the show. I asked Rowdy, I'm going to ask you. Is Jordan Love any good? Yes or no? Yay or nay? Uh, hmm. And don't give me judging that. By, don't give me that. Well, it's too early. Judging by some of those throws he had that ended up being interceptions, no. <laughs> No, Rowdy. I, I, I mean, one hit off like seven people before it got in. Well, that first one was like a more um, of a Mari Rogers fault. But the one at the end of the game, I mean, you just like looked at the Lions and were like, hey, guys, coming your way. I like Rowdy had a really good explanation this morning for Jordan Love, and I, I chuckled at it. I thought it was really great. Rowdy, uh, after the Chiefs game, gave him a four out of 10. And he said, after what he saw yesterday against the Lions in the second half, he gave Jordan Love a four and a half out of 10. So he is improving. Also, the competition was a little worse. <laughs> I like that, though. I gave him a 4 out of 10. Now I'll give him a 4.5 out of 10. So he is improving. But, yes, uh, Jordan Love. Well, I saw a couple like people that think they're very high and mighty when it comes to Packers coverage. I don't name any names. But it was, if you think Jordan Love isn't good after that, you're a moron. 
I'm like, well, I have eyes. And what my eyes told me was, well, I don't know about this guy. Uh, we'll talk about it, though, uh, Jordan Love of the Green Bay Packers. But uh, some positive stuff, right, boys? Uh, pretty much coming unscathed away from uh, that game. There was MVS who had, like, a back injury and Shannon Sullivan who had a, got a little dinged up. But it was nice to see, and, Rowdy, you pointed this out, David Bakhtiari and uh, Josh Myers, the center back, they look good in limited amount of time, yeah? Yeah, I mean, Bakhtiari played about a quarter and a half, and I think Myers played into the third quarter. But the offensive line, once again, uh, for the most part, looked pretty good when the starters were out there. And, yeah, it seemed like both of them, according to Matt LaFleur, when taken out of the game, were taken out for precautionary reasons, and it's not injury, and they felt good. Yeah. How about Alan Lazard, dude? Alan Lazard uh, getting it going, former undrafted free agent. Uh, let's see here. 75 yards and first two touchdown game of his career. The Lizard Man has now scored a touchdown in four of the last five games and has at least five catches in three of them. Devontae Adams, who, I mean, there's no problem saying this, the clear cut number one, uh, definitely has the solid second option now with Alan Lazard. And how about Devontae Adams, boys? With a NFL regular season with another week added on, we've seen some records, you know, some people try to topple some records. Uh, other people's doing it like what TJ Watt Rowdy, despite missing what was it two and a half games? Yeah, missed two and a half games. Still tied, right? Uh, Michael Strahan, but then you have Devonte Adams, one thousand five hundred and fifty-three. That is how many receiving yards Devonte Adams has this season. It breaks the team record set by Jordy Nelson in twenty fourteen. Adams now owns the record for most receptions at one hundred and twenty-three yards in a season. One thousand five hundred fifty-three while being tied with Sterling Sharp for most touchdowns at 18. Now, keep in mind, Devontae's came in 17 games, while Jordy Nelson's and Sterling Sharp's came in 16. But how about that, dude? There's some there's some records to be broken. Didn't Cooper Cup say there should be, like, a different section? Yeah, he was the guy that's chasing Calvin Johnson's receiving record and obviously the 2,000 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that flat out came in, out and said, yeah, but you got you to gotta kind of let everyone know it was 17 games. Do you agree with that? I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah, same. Because you look at all these, it's very incredible when you have it in the 16, then you have an extra you know, week, right, 17, and you got Devontae breaking these. I mean, Devontae Adams is absolutely killer. He missed, was it one game this season or was it two games? He for Devontae? sure missed one. Yeah, I think it was just one. Yeah, I think so. And that was when they played against the Cardinals. So if Devontae would have been in that game, he would have done it in 16 games anyways, I would imagine. But, yeah, the record being broke for Jordy Nelson now to Devontae Adams. Pretty cool, man. So we had uh, Dougie here. We were going through clown organizations in the NFL. Jacksonville's number one, and rightfully so. If you looked at their stadium yesterday, it was littered with people wearing clown wigs, nose, makeup, you name it. And then he said that, you know, I dare you essentially to say the Washington football team's a clown organization. Uh, I don't even need to be dared. They are a clown organization. Just one game. Just one, Devontae? Yeah. And I then don't he know. said, "I think if you're looking at the biggest clown organizations, uh, Jacksonville's got to be one. Yes, but I think Detroit's got to be up there. Cleveland's got to be up there. Yep, Houston's got to be up there, yep. and the football team has to be up there. I think those are the best for clowns. Those are my, you know, top five, six teams. Yeah, of clown. Yeah, I'm of clown teams. I'm totally right there with you. And then he wanted to go on to say that the Packers will be a clown organization next year." with Aaron Rodgers leaving and Devontae Adams. Well, let's talk about it really quick. Okay. There's this thing called a franchise tag, correct, boys? Correct. And they can slap that on uh, Devontae Adams with a quickness. 
Yes. Therefore, for two more years. For two years. Uh, once and then again. He won't be going anywhere if the Packers don't want him to with not one but two franchise tags. And I know the Packers are, poof, when you look at salary cap, depending on where you're looking at, they're like the 31st or the 30th team when it comes to cap room available, which is not ideal. But again, the Packers haven't been in the greatest salary cap spot the last few years. Just they keep just keep it. kicking the can down the road, and that's what they could continue to do. They could also go back and change some of those contracts around, make them, bon- uh, make them signing bonuses yeah. instead of base pay. And you can still get around it to a degree. Totally. Well, if there's a will, there's a way in professional sports. And then, Rowdy and RJ, you look at Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, who were the start of the season when he was in Hawaii to show and finally showing up, there was some contention between him and Brian Gutekunst, like, you know, two guys butting heads a little bit. Aaron Rodgers, we had the comments and audio last week of him and Brian Gutekunst of having great conversations, him and Mark Murphy having great conversations, him and Matt LaFleur, obviously, uh, Russ Ball having great conversations. Rodgers also said, the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it i.e. the Packers and front office have been watering Aaron Rodgers' grass. Something weird to say. But Rodgers also talking about how they've had great conversations. We've seen them pictures at practice of them being all buddy-buddy. If the Packers were to let Aaron Rodgers or trade Aaron Rodgers in this offseason after the year that the MVP year that he's having, I think I have no problem saying he's going to be the MVP. If the Packers let Rodgers go. He should be the MVP. Should be, excuse me, yes. If they let him go elsewhere. The Packers are the biggest idiots and buffoons and then will be the most gigantic clown organization, sure. But the vibe I'm getting right now, and I know it's early and the playoffs haven't happened yet, the vibe I'm getting right now, does it sound like Aaron Rodgers wants to go anywhere? Not really. Outside of maybe retirement, but I'm saying anywhere for playing a playing a, for a you know another team? Well, I think he finally kind of accepted somewhat of the olive branch that was being given to him by management. And he's also probably looking around and going, man, Denver might not exactly be the place I want to be, <laughs> especially right? with new head coach. Yeah. And I mean, they talked about some of the skilled players that they had, but they, they really haven't lived up to anything. It would be a new coach. And then you look at some of the other places and there's just not a ton of places that would give him the best ability to continue to put up these stats with the type of players and the type of team that could win a Super Bowl in the next, you know, three to four seasons, which is probably about the length of the rest of his career. Yeah. If Aaron and honestly, Rowdy, RJ, if the Packers were to let Rodgers escape somewhere else, then they're the biggest clown show, yes? Yes. Yeah, you can't let him go. No. There's no there's no way. No way. Aaron Especially Ra- when you can when you can franchise tag the receiver that he wants for the next two years. Yeah. Uh Rogers on his Instagram account after the game uh, had a picture of Devontae Adams after breaking Jordy Nelson's all-time record, and Rodgers had captioned it, all-time great. Rodgers also earlier this year, as Devontae was talking about, and, and Rodgers as well, Rodgers had just like texted him out of the blue during the week saying that he's the greatest player that he's ever played with. That's some uh, some big shoes to fill, a lot of company, right? Rodgers played with a lot of really good guys. But what Devontae Adams can do out on the field is just, wow. Um the connection they have together is insane. Mm-hmm. It's like lasers. Yeah, and if you do throw the franchise tag on Devontae, you owe him $21.705 million. 
Well, there's definitely going to be some <laughs> roster changes. Yes, yeah, there is. Coming up in the next offseason. Right. Yes. So they might as well. You're 40 in the hole. Put it all together <laughs> and win the Super Bowl this year and figure it out later. Yeah. There's only one thing left to do. Win the whole effing thing. thing. Bingo. Breaking news. Yeah. From the Scotty N- just did it. F- no, it's oh. Scott would wait three weeks to do it. Breaking news out of the NFL. <laughs> Live from the WOZN studios here in beautiful and cold Madison, Wisconsin. Packers star pass rusher Zadarius Smith out since late September because of back surgery has officially cleared this past week and is slated to be designated for return in the playoffs. Oh my wow. gosh. That's shocking. That's actually shocking. I think everything pointed to him being done. Apparently not. I know, because we were just talking off air. We're like... Zedarius has got to be gone. Well, be. I mean, you go back to like literally six weeks ago, I feel like it, it's been now. It's been at least a month mm-hmm. where he, we started hearing the whispers of David Bakhtiari, Josh Myers, and Jair Alexander. And then all of a sudden, uh, Zedarius Smith posted on Instagram. It's about that time, and it's him playing. Yeah, RJ that, and I broke it. He called yeah, into he the called show. called in and said he's back. It, it, just real quick, I answered the phone. I go, who's this? He goes, I'm back. And then hung up. And then hung up. You and then, that? then all of a sudden was it was going, like oh. he was back at practice like periodically, kind of like Bakhtiari has been the last couple of weeks, like doing stuff on the side for like what? It felt like a week. Yep. And then he was hasn't been heard from since, and now a breaking news. Well, here it is. Ian Rappaport, because we're rap, we're rap sheet guys over here over Adam Schefter's dumbass. Whoa. But Ian Rappaport was on NFL Network this morning. This, he posted this about a minute ago. Let's just take a listen really quick here. This is huge for the Green Bay Packers, who are actually getting better as they get closer to the playoffs. Of course, we know they're the number one seed and have a bye next week. And here's what I am told. Zadarius Smith, their star pass rusher, who has been out most of the season after having back surgery on a herniated disc, was fully cleared over the last couple days and is expected back at practice this week. They're likely to open his 21-day window. That probably comes Tuesday, could officially come Wednesday, but either way, Darius Smith is expected to practice this week and then play for the Green Bay Packers in their first playoff game. One of the best pass rushers in the NFL has missed most of the season. This is huge considering the Packers also got back David Bakhtiari yesterday. They are actually getting healthier. Meanwhile, we, of course, are keeping our eye on the situation in Chicago. Matt Nagy. Well, thank you, uh, Ian Rappaport. There. And let, if Matt Nagy gets fired, please let us know. Okay, we... Think about the Green Bay Packers the last three seasons where Mm -hmm. they went to the NFC Championship game and got beat down by San Francisco, Yep. then went to the NFC Championship game again, losing heartbreaker to Tampa Bay. But one of the things that they've been able to do in the 19 and 20 seasons were stay healthy. 2021, they weren't able to stay healthy at all this year. No. But instead of losing guys like David Bakhtiari on New Year's Eve, they're getting all of them back, and they're, it sounds like they're going to get all of them back. Hell yeah, because dude. It kind of reminds me of a certain year in 2010, and I don't have to say what happened. Like so we, can the Packers then uh, give up their home field advantage and go on the road every game? It's Aaron Rodgers quote. Let, yeah, just be like, we'll travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got this. We got this. Like, you think about it, though. Like, those teams were really healthy for the entire year, and then there was, like, a few people fell off here and there. This team, it seems like they were out. Well, they were out most of the season, but they're getting them back when it matters. And 
Jair Alexander, I know he didn't play because, but he has been activated already, like what, now two weeks ago? Yeah. But due to COVID and, and limited practice time, hasn't played. Then you already had Josh Meyer come back and play into the third quarter. Looked solid. Bakhtiari played about a quarter and a half. Looked good for the quarter and a half. And now you're getting Z- uh, Zadarius Smith back. And they haven't, I don't think they've ruled out Billy Turner yet, have they? Oh, Billy Boy? No, they have not. Sweet Billy uh, Boy. That's another bonus. And see, it's nice. Packers got to buy. They get that extra week Hell to rest. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. All right, so there you go. Breaking news. I oh, love it. Usually man. the news breaks after 10 o'clock when Rowdy and I are off the air. But thank God, RJ must be the good luck charm here. Woo! As the or news has broke. Smith's doctor gets up early. Or mm, yeah. they were listening to us. The Packers talk, team doctor. Because yeah. we were lamenting over it, right, about what was going on. Then all of a sudden, guess what? We the spoke news broke. It into existence. More more evidence that everyone listens to this show. Even when it's off air. Even Exactly. Or even, even when. Well, I mean, well, Siri's always listening. Amazon Alexa's are always listening. True. Big Brother is always and listening. And you have to imagine, though, that when Zadarius Smith comes back, he's not going to be taking every single snap. Obviously, Rashawn Gary's played pretty well. Yep. Preston Smith's played pretty well this yep. season. And it's just going to become another three-man rotation where Zadarius is probably going to be third in the number of snaps here for a second until he can show that he's he's truly back. He's truly <laughs> back. So, yeah, there you go. Breaking news. Absolutely love it. Zadarius. And maybe that'll, put, maybe that'll put some of the people that were freaking out yesterday about the Packers' defense not looking that great Big against Detroit. Chunk yardage. Maybe that'll help those people. Maybe. What Getting do you mean those Smith people? Back. What do you mean? Those people, cheeseheads. I know. Oh, I'm Tropic saying. Thunder. I'm saying. What do you this? mean those? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I didn't think the defense played terrible when it was the ones. No, yeah, no. agreed. Yeah. I thought they played all right when it was the ones. I think a lot of them were just out there, just kind of going through the motions. And that's, a little bit but too. that's another thing that's hard. It's hard to get it out of your mind when you deep down you know this game doesn't matter. Let's exactly. Just come away healthy. Nothing. And everyone freaking out online. Packers are doomed. It's over. They're going to lose. The only people that should have had the real, well, obviously, every time you step on the field, you want the mindset you're going to win. But the, the the few people that actually were like, okay, this game is huge for me. It's the Jordan Loves, <laughs> the the Winfrey's of the world that don't catch the football and then fumble it. <laughs> like It's like those type of players. Oh, are, or the Amari Rodgers are going to prove he doesn't yeah, stink. It's like the people auditioning for years to come. Yeah. By the way, Amari Rogers, has there been a more disappointing rookie season for a guy? Like that dude stunk some all over would, the field. Some would say Jordan Love, his rookie season. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Held a clipboard. Yeah. Yeah, but you think about Amari Rogers. I know some people were high on him, especially in the third round, being a guy that coming out of the slot was really good at Clemson and then had yep. some kick and punt return ability. God, it's well, like the he kick forgot and punts everything. have not he, been great and forgot. the receiving hasn't been good either. It's like he immediately forgot how to do all of it. And I don't really understand it. Oh, uh, let's see. Our guy Ram finding out that his hands really aren't that great. Yeah, our guy Ram Jam all the way there in Scotland with a very bold take. It's not the Packers that they want to see lose. It's they want to see Aaron Rodgers lose. Whoa! Not the team. Whoa. The player. Whoa! I have never wanted Aaron Rodgers to a win MVP, which he's going to do, despite some of these losers that Ram Jam talks about trying to vote against him. I've never wanted to win an MVP or the Super Bowl more than ever this year, just to put it in their face and make him eat it. Like he was nibbling on some ivermectin. And I mean, and he could take that, both of those this year, and completely pass Favre. Yeah. When you, when you have four MVPs and two Super Bowls. 
Um, no matter who gets to the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure there will be an unvaccinated player there. Just FYI. Because not, not every team's 100%. Just saying. You don't know that. All I know is that Rodgers is going to win MVP <laughs> and the Packers are going to win it all. All right, now we're going to talk some Bucky Hoops coming up. Yeah! We had breaking news there. Yes, Zadarius Smith cleared to practice. Going to be back from the playoffs, baby. He's back. Yeah, I'm thinking he's back. <laughs> and I'm not talking John Wick and Aaron Rodgers did it as Halloween, and people got mad about that too. I think Zadarius Smith is back. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. By the hair of your chinny, chin, chin. That's how the Wisconsin Badger basketball team beat the Maryland Terrapins last night. Yep. Man, they got out to a huge league. They were just stomping ass, Wisconsin. Up 21. And then all of a sudden, it was like an 8-minute and 20-second drought. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't good. Well, I mean, it's Wisconsin basketball. I just I haven't seen that in a while. I felt I, like I think there's only since I started watching Badger basketball in about oof, the year 2000. Oof, the, in the year 2000, there might Thanks, be a, only one team that was really <laughs> a team that didn't have any droughts, and that was the team that made it to the national championship game. Yeah, um, I don't remember. Yeah, to your point, Rowdy. Yeah, there's never uh, really too many droughts. Outside of that in. year, I think you could probably point to droughts in about every other season on a consistent basis. Yeah, drought city, drought, drought city. Last night, as the Badgers go forever without a bucket, you're like, oh my god. Uh, then the Badgers at the end there uh, led seventy to sixty nine with three point one seconds left. Brad Davison missed the first free throw. And then you got to miss the and second. And then you got to miss the second one. So something like this can happen. One-point game. 3.9. You got time for maybe two dribbles, a pass, and a shot. Missed it on purpose. Davison missed it. Maryland has to hurry. It's going to be Ayala for the win. Nope. 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 And nope. Wisconsin. Oh, Lionel Elmore. Nope. Nope. <laughs> wins on the road by one. Yep, 70-69. to 69. And I understand it was a nope. uh, an away game for the Badgers. Home clock uh, allowed that to happen because as soon as it was, it was touched, it was not a quick, oh, quick start the quick clock. Quick goal, yeah. Now, Wisconsin, you know, whatever, it's a road win in the Big Ten. You'll take it as they're 13-2 and two, now, 4-1 and one in Big Ten play. Uh, after the game, while Brad Davison was walking to the locker room, he had one little quick, uh, quick blurb to say. Take a listen. Here's, here's Davison walking out of the court to the locker room. Let's get out of here. Win's a win. That's it. Let's get out of here. A win's a win. Well, outside of Tyler Wall, who had a career game, there wasn't anyone else. Well, Johnny Davis had 19 points, but he didn't shoot the ball particularly yeah. well. Outside of really Tyler Wall, no one played a great game. No, Tyler Wall was balling, dude. Career and, high, 21 points, 8 for 12, and 5 rebounds. And I, I guess you could say Brad dude, Davison kind of came on at the end, except for the free throws down the stretch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Johnny Davis didn't play his best game. You had Stephen Crowell, who really, I mean, he kind of came on a little later. Yeah, he had but a couple I, pretty I moves at the end. You look at this game, Wisconsin was actually the underdog. Plus, really? Yeah, the, the line was Maryland favored by one. 
but they got up to such a huge lead right away. It was almost like they kind of got complacent. Well, I stopped watching for a bit. They were like beating so much ass. Well, I yeah. went to the kitchen and started making dinner. They yeah. got up so fast so early. It was almost like they got complacent in the second half of the first quarter. And then shots weren't falling only to go down late in the second half. Yeah. And not only did they go down late, but I think the positive is the fact that, okay, you were really good at, at the beginning. Yep. You let them come back. You let them take the lead late and you still had the perseverance to win the game. You got to persevere. And, and found a way to win when really, like I said, outside of Tyler wall, no one was having a career game. No. Uh, winning yeah. on the road is hard, especially in the big 10, four points in the final eight twenty one. Eight minutes and 21 seconds. Yep, four points. It was, wow. That's a hell of a drought. Mm-hmm. That's like, that gets to the point where you're like, you almost got to scratch your head and like, are you trying to do that? Like, that's insane. Eight minutes and 21 seconds, four points. Yeah. Wow. And eight, it was an 18 to four run at that point for, uh, for the Terrapins. So let's see here. Yeah, Johnny Davis, the 19 points, snapped his six game streak of scoring 20 points or more. Tyler Wall was just a man possessed the whole game. Tyler, that was the Tyler Wall game, obviously. And I think this is great for Wisconsin because Rowdy, we were talking about it last week. It's like we get three Wisconsin Badger basketball games in less in a seven day span. And that's yeah, that's another thing. Normally, what in college basketball you're playing about two, two. games a week. Yeah. yeah, that was a packed three game schedule, and it was three and two big, on the road. Yeah, it was three Big Ten teams. Two it, on the road. It, it was Purdue who was ranked in the top three, and then it was yeah. Iowa and Maryland. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the, I mean, obviously you got Iowa at the Kohl Center, but yeah, you go to a place at Mackey Arena where the Badgers have only won before that game three times since 1967, I think is when it was built. Yep. And then they get their fourth win. That was number three team in the country, right? And then you go home and you spank Fran McCaffrey and the Iowa Hawkeyes like the redheaded stepchild that they are. And then you go and you uh, go on the road again to Maryland with a game that they're you know underdogs in and they win. Yeah, and Maryland's not the best team obviously this year. Kind of a down year for Maryland, who's normally a pretty good basketball school, eight and seven overall and zero and four in the Big Ten. But it's still a team that has some players. Obviously, you saw last night that Ayala, he's still a pretty good player. Yeah, and this is still a team that. Maryland's going to be decent. It's not like they're yeah. going to be yeah, a terrible. Gonna, yeah, exactly. At the end of the year, you'll look back and say, yeah, it was a down year for Maryland, but they aren't going to be an awful team. No. Again, to survive and advance for a young team, and they found a way to win. Three games, seven days, record three and oh. How about that for Wisconsin? And there's no way through the first 15 games of the season, if you ask me, hey, what do you think the Badgers are going to be in? And me looking at the schedule, I probably would have been like. You wouldn't pick 13 and 2? I probably would have been like, I don't know, 9 and 6, maybe 8 and 7. Yep. Not 13 and 2 and 4 and 1 in conference. I Probably at the best, I would have said, I don't know. Three and two, two, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, two and three <laughs> in conference. Like there was no way that you would think they would be this good right now in this point of the season. Oh, no doubt, Rowdy. And uh, it was funny. I was listening to the broadcast when we were uh, coming home uh, Sunday oh, night. Oh, you were in Dubuque. Yeah, Rowdy was in Dubuque getting his gamble on. And it was hilarious all right. how they were like, all right, all right. "Yeah, you gotta, you know, they really gotta feed off the upperclassmen or something to that extent." And then he goes, <laughs> "By that, we're talking." Brad Davison and Tyler Wall. There Because that's the only two that's guys. It. Those are really the only two guys that have... Well, I guess you got vote there, but I mean, but again, you're counting the guys newer, who are yeah, there. The guys that have been there at yeah. Wisconsin for multiple years. It's only been Tyler Wall and Brad Davison that play. Yep. Yeah. And everyone um, else, it's been 
two years or less. Right. Yeah. So this Wisconsin team, man, John Carter Carter, Carter hit him, but he gave John Carter Carter. Wow. Hit him. No. Didn't say his name. That's no. fine, RJ. He hasn't done much for you to no. learn it and say it correctly. Carter Higginbottom, also one of the only Wisconsin athletes to win at every arena in the Big Ten, by the way. Good for him. Did you know that? He joined Brad Davison and, like, three others from the Annals of Time. Yeah, he's also the guy that, you know, like, 20 years from now when he's talking with his buddies back home, he'll re- he'll refer to those Wisconsin teams as his team. Yep. Oh, we. I mean, so my brother played. I still do that. No, no, for my, the no. It's not we. It's my team. Oh, my brother played for the Randolph Rockets basketball. I think if you follow any high school basketball, you know that they're juggernauts. Yeah, he won two state titles. Yes, he did. There yeah, was it's his team. Well, there was. A, well, he was a starting point guard, right? Yeah. There was a guy at the end of the bench. I won't name any names. Who like never played a single second, and I I ran it up into someone that ran into him, that didn't know him in the. High school years, knew no. him off, and he's like, yeah, this guy talked like he was the reason why they won all these state titles. Let I'm me like, tell you something. I'm like, let me tell you something. That guy, that guy was the Carter Higginbottom of the Randolph Rockets. He wouldn't get off the bench, but he waved a mean towel at times. Oh, well, if you were to ask him, it's not like he was the reason why. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. I think he was pretty good. That's what he said. Yeah. Uh, and Lit Bucky, don't you have to be 6'5 to play for Randolph? Uh, normally, yes. My brother, like 5'9, he was the point guard. He is. Uh, just, played with, he played with the guys that were six five and. Plus. You're a true point guard at that point. Yeah. You are a facilitator. <laughs> they did beat Sam Decker's team. There you go. So there you go. Mike had three or uh, two three pointers in that game. So there you go. Take that. Take that. Decker. All right, Mike. Hashtag score sanity. Yeah, score sanity. Thor sanity. Uh, Decker's arch nemesis. <laughs> All right, news of the weird coming up. Uh, then what's the Thursday? Right is when Wisconsin plays again. Ohio State coming to the Kohl Center. 13th, yeah. That's the one loss that Wisconsin has when Johnny Davis is in the lineup. Um, obviously, they lost to Providence. So one loss in Big Ten play. Yeah, but Johnny Davis was not, you know, what, was that when he had the banged up foot, I do believe? Yeah. So Ohio State, their own lone loss in well, the Big Providence. Ten coming to the Kohl Center. So, yeah. That will be a good game. And three, and the the top three scores in the nation all reside in the Big Ten as well. Yes. And that uh, Kofi Colburn, Johnny Davis, and Keegan Murray. Well, did Johnny Davis drop out? Oh, yeah, I think he might have. 16. He might have. And um, I'm, I'm we'll kind of interested to watch the the Badgers play Coburn going forward here because you look at some of the big big time teams in the Big Ten, and we talked about man, this Wisconsin team is gonna you know probably get dominated down low by Edie and and Williams against Purdue, yeah. which they didn't score per se, but they defensively held their own for the most part. And was good enough for a win. And how how well can they play against Coburn? Because he's even more physical than those other two. He dropped to number five. Oh, damn it. Yep. Well, two of the... Antoine Davis from Detroit Mercy jumped up to two. Max Abram from Oral Roberts is up to three. Kofi Coburn down to four. Davis down to five. So three of the top five reside in the Big Ten. The other two, yep. who cares? Who cares? Essentially. No offense. To no them. offense. No. Yeah. None taken. Your league. <laughs> I consider this guy like um, like the juggernaut of a linebacker of the zone. You get out of line, he's just going to whap you. A good one with knowledge. It's our sports director, Zach Halpern. Good morning, Zach. Good morning. How are we doing today? Good. Better than Matt Nagy and Wait. Mike Zimmer. Is it official on Nagy? It is official. Oh my God! There Just it is. Came across. One second. One second. One second. Um. All right. Hang on. 
Breaking news live from WOZN Studios here in cold Madison, Wisconsin. We now go live to our sports director, Zach Halpern, of the breaking news. Zach, what is happening around the NFL? Matt LaFleur, now the longest tenured head coach in the NFC North. <laughs> Mike Zimmer and Matt Nagy out after less than successful tenures, I would say. More so with Nagy than Mike Zimmer, but yes, both are gone. And uh, Matt LaFleur now at the head of it. You fired. They, no one can outlast Aaron Charles Rogers. Zach no. Look at that. My, my God. I wonder how many coaches he's, how many NFC North coaches have come and gone since he's been there. Rowdy proclaimed last segment that uh, Rogers put down Zimmer, put him out of his misery. That Rogers is the reason Zimmer got fired. And my fired. reasoning behind that was because you could argue in the mid-2010s that basically the Vikings had a better roster and team. They just didn't have the better quarterback. Yeah, that's probably accurate. I mean, I, I, they still made the NFC Championship game with a less-than-average quarterback. Um, though, he, I mean, Case Keenum was pretty good that year. I, I mean, I, I thought you could probably say you put the cap around his uh, time in Minnesota with that game last week. I mean, they needed to win that to even have a chance at the playoffs. And Had they gotten to the playoffs, maybe it's a little bit different. But I'd probably say his own quarterback kind of uh, screwed him on that one. But, yeah, I mean, they could never truly, truly, even when the Packers were not great – they still were pretty good against the Vikings. Man, look at this. Just Aaron Rodgers reigning supreme atop of the NFC North. Zach, we'll talk Packers coming up. But first, how about the game of Tyler Wall last night? Mm. Oh, my God. Wisconsin hangs on to beat Maryland in a nail-biter, 70-69. to Brad Davison missed that free throw at the end and then purposely missed the second, so they had to throw up a prayer. Uh, worked out nice, but... I guess let's start with the actually let's start with the bad Zach. What the hell is up with the eight minutes and twenty seconds of not scoring a bucket? Yeah, that I called it the collapse. It probably isn't a collapse. It's probably just uh, I would say the middle. They they were great to start, not so good in the middle, and then they played well enough uh, in the last half to win that game. This is I mean that's Wisconsin, isn't it? At times now you expect it not to happen with with Johnny Davis, but he can't do everything. He can't be perfect every night. He wasn't perfect last night, so um, you're going to have issues like that, but. I mean, for the, the same reason they, they started out, what, up 29 to 8, is the same reason they can go 853 without a bucket. It's just that's Wisconsin basketball. You're going to get hot, you're going to get cold, and you're going to hope that it doesn't happen at the wrong time. Yeah, hot and cold, also a Katy Perry song. Um, I prefer that over the Badgers being cold for 8 minutes and 20 seconds. But my God, Zach, Tyler Wall, uh, other negatives really quick. Um, what, what's something else in that game that was uh, concerning to you besides the collapse? Was there anything else there? Or so you could just look at the collapse and be like, this is the reason why it was close? Well, I mean, Maryland had is still winless in the conference. So I think that there's a little bit of a um, desperation on their part. So I thought that they probably were going to come out and play well. Wisconsin uh, came out and played really, really well for that first, what was it, the first close to 12 minutes of the game yeah. where they came out and, and played the way that they did. So I, I, I think when, you, when you're on the road, the big, I, don't, I don't think any road win, no matter whether it's Nebraska, Maryland, Purdue, like whatever win that is in the Big Ten, it's a good one because it's not easy to win the Big Ten. And essentially, if you're going to win the Big Ten title, you have to split your road games. Um, and right now, Wisconsin on the road is two and one, so that's a, that's pretty good. I'm not, I don't, I mean, you can look at, yeah, dive into it, look at all the negative things if you want, but I think any road win in the Big Ten is is a good one. Oh, for sure, I totally agree with that. Uh, we got a good one right here in our sports director Zach Halpern. Uh, also, a good one last night from Tyler Wall. Um, wow, career high 21 points from Tyler Wall. This is uh, is he the third option coming in then scoring wise, or is it a Chucky Hepburn like, or is that just 
you know, oh. people being taken turns uh, fiddle to, you know, Johnny Davis and Brad Davison? I think it's going to be a turn thing, but if you – I mean, the last, what, five games, he's been in double digits four times. So I, I think – I think – that's going to be a situation where this is going to be him more often than not. He's the older guy, right? He's the old. He's the older guy. He's the. He's essentially. I mean, you, maybe Stephen Crawl at times, but he's essentially their only true big man with a post game. And uh, so, I think unless unless teams are going to double him in the post, I think he's not going to get it all the time. But he's been able to back guys down and find a way to get the ball in the basket, especially of late. He still has not hit a three-pointer this year, um, so that is a little bit concerning. But for the most part, I think you have to be uh, happy if that's your third guy or or fourth guy on a, on a regular night. I mean, Johnny Davis is your one. Brad Davis is more than often not going to be your two. But Tyler Walsh showed the ability to step up and be that second leading second guy several times. When you go back and look at his, his highest-scoring games without him, um, I'm not sure they win a couple of those games. Certainly not last night. Probably uh, going back to the – uh, tournament in Vegas, he had 18 against St. Mary's. Probably don't win that game without him. So they have probably a couple more losses if they don't have him on their roster. Yeah, um, he's been was really impressive uh, last night. So Zach, moving forward now, Wisconsin, which three games in a seven day span, right? Going three and zero is pretty nice, baby. You know, you know, uh, probably should. 2019. Yeah, because you're looking right at it. No, um, I'm looking at Twitter, waiting for Ryan Pace to be fired. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Rowdy, you saw can you that vouch? Before. I can't see a screen. He can vouch. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. I, I'll send you a picture. Uh, either way, it, it's a rarity that it happens uh, for Wisconsin. Winning three straight or three Big Ten games in a week and two of them being on the road hadn't happened since early January or late January of 2019. So, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's huge. Like it, we, any, I think anybody would have taken two and one, and they would have thought the two and one or the one would have been at Purdue and you beat Iowa and Maryland on the road. But, I mean, to go three and oh, that's just – Redonkulous. Yes. Especially when you got number three, you know, Purdue in there and, you know, a tough road win last night, right? Where do you guys, yeah, yeah. I mean, where do you guys think they end? I mean, obviously the top 25 doesn't mean a ton, but going from 23, they beat number three Purdue. Ten teams in front of them lost, I believe. Mm. Uh, So, I mean, where do they go? Could they they jump all the way? I mean, I think they're going to be in the top 15. 15. In the top 15. I don't know how high they go in the top 15, but. I mean, considering where this team was expected to be before the season, the fact that we're even talking about potential top 15 it's is fantastic. insane to me. It's insane. It's just, it's you remember insane. we were talking about potentially if it was a good season, they might make the tournament. Right. Yeah. And now you're looking at now you're looking at potentially I said top four. A, high, a high enough seed that gets them to play in Milwaukee. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, the, the sky's the limit. The world is yeah. their oyster with Johnny Davis. I mean, yeah. I mean – Getting to play those first two, first that first uh, weekend in Milwaukee, that'd be just, in, I mean, they'd be amazing. Mm. And 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 they're certainly in the battle for the Big Ten right now. Hell yeah, dude! Speaking of that, Ohio State coming to t- to town. Then what on Thursday? On uh, Thursday. What do we think of this game, Zach? It's going to be a little different, I would imagine, than when they went down to Ohio and got their ass handed to them. You would hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. I think it'll be a. I mean, you got the Cole Center advantage, baby. Cole Center advantage. Not, now, now the I know the Center, crowd's not that loud, but they win a lot there. The Cole Center, yes, they do. The Cole Center right now, especially, they, Wisconsin benefited immensely, I think, uh, from the students not being at like not, not being at school at Purdue, right? Like that place is usually just an absolute hornet's nest, and it wasn't. And I think to an extent, there are, people are benefiting from coming into the Cole Center without without the students, but 
Um, it's it's not a great arena. I mean, it's not a great arena for um, a crowd unless it's a big game. Um, and uh, I, what? That's not. I think that's honest, right? Oh, Ryan Payne. Breaking news live from WOZN Studios in cold, freezing Madison, Wisconsin. Ryan Pace gone, right? Adam Schefter tweets out moments ago that the Bears have indeed oh. fired Ryan Pace. Bears GM, you fired. There it is. You yeah. fired. God, and, we have to play, play taps coming up here. And Brian Flores out in Miami <sighs> after after two seasons. Black Monday just just takes collateral damage all over the league, Zach Heilprin. Oof, Everyone that, just getting un- crushed today. That is unfortunate. Uh, speaking of unfortunate, let's switch gears a little bit here. Jordan Love. What am I supposed to uh, take away from what happened? I saw you have a an interesting retweet, Zach. Uh, essentially, someone called people morons for suggesting that Jordan Love wasn't any good. Um, what's, what should I take away from this performance I saw? Because I didn't think he looked that great. I have the eyes. I can see. And the eye so test led, didn't really pass it. Yeah, so he led two three scoring drives in five attempts, essentially, is what it is. Or mm. what was it? Three and six, right? I mean, so he, had, he, he, didn't two look, two he didn't look, two he didn't two look terrible, drives, terrible. He did not look good, though. Yeah, two touchdown drives and um, a field goal drive. I believe that's – I think that's probably more than Aaron Rodgers led in his first two years in the league. Um, actually, I know it is. <laughs> you, 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 Mr. Man, you. So you're saying that I, I shouldn't, like, jump I, to I conclusions that, on Jordan Love? Yes, I, Yes, I, I probably would do that. I think it's I, it, an Aaron Rodgers situation was completely different. The fact that I mean he was essentially his first two years, he got to run the team in the off season because Brett Favre wasn't there. Roger uh, Love got to do it this past off season, but didn't have any kind of off season going into his rookie year. I'm not saying that Jordan Love is going to be fantastic. I don't know that to be the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anybody knows that to be the case, which is why this off season is going to be so uh, interesting. Um, but I think it is way 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 too early to say he's a bum or he's the greatest thing. I don't no, think you can say no, the bum. Right Never now. ever called it. Only Habarkish is a bum. No one else called Jordan yeah. Love a bum. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, a bust? Is that what you, is, is that what bu- you wanted just, to say just, about him? No, I just said he, did, he didn't he, look good. Well, I mean, again, he had a, he had a touchdown pass. Now you're putting words in my mouth, Heilprin. He had a touchdown pass dropped. He put it right on the guy's hands. He sure threw it better. They went... Softer, okay, yeah. lighter touch. What year? What, at what year would you consider a quarterback a bust? Certainly not after two years and uh, two preseason. Uh, you know, actually two preseason games and one regular season game that he got. I mean, he, God, there were some I, passes where you just like. Mm. Yes, no, there were some really ugly passes. Go back and look at Aaron Rodgers' second season. It won't look pretty. I'm not comparing. I'm not saying that one. Jordan loves to be Aaron Rodgers. I just think if you would have given up on Aaron Rodgers at this point. Uh, or I should say, if you're willing to give up on, Aaron, on uh, Jordan Love at this point, you probably would have given up on Aaron Rodgers at this point. Well, I'm fine of giving up on Jordan Love right now because that means then Rodgers is going to stay for a while. I'm fine with that. Well, I, I don't think one says the other. Like, they're not cutting Jordan Love if Aaron Rodgers is back next year. Well, I'm not saying they're going to cut Jordan Love, but I feel like if they were, that means they feel good about Rodgers staying, you know? They're eventual MVP, think, by the way. Do you, do you, right. No, it's I mean, a Super Bowl champion right. coming up. A one-time Super Bowl champion and a four-time MVP. We'll see, we'll see where the, the Super Bowl champion thing, the, the well, two-time Super Bowl champion thing happens. But no, what I'm saying is, like, Aaron Rodgers should definitely be back next year. I don't think there, I don't think there's any. Oh, the Packers are the biggest that. idiots in the world if they let Rodgers leave. Right. Like, I don't think there's any question about that. But I don't think that means Jordan Love won't be. Like, what would be the what would be the point? Do you think he wants Jordan Love cut? Do you think he wants Jordan Love no. like traded? Like, I don't, I don't know what you think he wants there. 
I, I would never speak for Aaron Rodgers and try to get in the mind of no, what no, do I think. No, I just no. think. What do you think? I just think Jordan Love didn't look that good yesterday. That's all I think. Okay, all right, but but you're saying if Jordan Love's not here, Aaron Rodgers will be for a long time. Like I don't. You, that's what you said. I'm just saying I don't really want to like people call people morons on Twitter about a lot oh, of things. Give me give me a break. You're 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 upset some some because someone called somebody a moron. No, not at all. I'm never upset that you Zach. don't that you don't like. I'm, no, I never would say that, Zach Heilprin. I just think it's funny because this guy's actually a moron. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> hey, if it means anything, Zach, uh, Love moved up in my book after his performance against Detroit. He went from a solid grade of four against KC to four and a half. Yeah, so that he's improving. Big, big, uh, big, <laughs> huge improvement there. Got to start. Got to start with baby steps. Everyone obviously very concerned with Nelson Raceback's rankings of where quarterbacks are. Hey, tell them where Lamar moved up. Remember when Lamar? Yeah, Lamar went from thirteen to twelve, had a decent year, and then I go, eh, I don't know if I'm feeling it this year. And <laughs> his MVP. Was he. Was it his what, MVP what, are these, what are these rankings on? Or, I should say, what's, Our what's eyes. the scale? Eye what, no, no, no. What's what's the scale? One to ten. So how does someone go from a thirteen to a twelve? No, no, that no, no, was the no, no, rankings no. of best quarterbacks in the in the league. Oh, yeah, he didn't. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. And that was after his MVP season, right? Yeah, yes. Ra- Lamar won MVP. Then Rowdy came on ranking the thirteenth best quarterback. It was hilarious. And then twelfth yeah. eventually. Hey, looks yeah. like that's uh, kind of coming to fruition right now. Yeah, uh, Zach uh, Rogers, and let me ask you, Rogers after the game against the Lions said uh, <laughs> he's a big believer in manifestation and speaking things into existence. I yeah. did it. I had Rowdy say it. You don't have to if you don't want to. Uh, would you like to speak into existence the Packers winning the Super Bowl before I let you go? I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm fine. And you're just doing that because your reporter hat's on? You want to stay impartial? Hey, I, I, I just, you know, I, I don't want to have a role in that. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to have a role one way or the other. I just, I want to be that that impartial observer off to the side, just you know, watching it happen as opposed to trying to make it happen. Just speak it into. Do you want to speak anything into existence before I let you go? Nope. Zach, I want you to have a fantastic Monday, my friend. I appreciate that. I just Thank you. spoke that into existence. We love you, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys. See ya. Right. There he is, Zach Halpern. What the hell? I don't know why he was coming at me for my Lamar take. I don't know why he was coming after me for saying Jordan Love didn't look good yesterday. I feel like Jordan Love's paying him off. Impartial, my ass. Well, he's taking the bag from Jordan Love. And Lamar has not looked good this year when he's played. Is he still 12th? We might have to revisit it at the end of the year. <laughs> Anyone else get fired? He was throwing a lot of picks before that high ankle sprain. He really was. 